I did it one at a time. Mine's not on. I did it one <laughs> at a time this time, and it still made that noise. It's okay. What's wrong with us? I don't know. Anyways. Are we recording? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it only makes that noise when I, when I press record. <laughs> well, hey, everyone. This is Hi. Andy. In Trafali. Welcome to the As We Like It book review podcast. We're going to be discussing our favorite books and your future favorite books. And we're also going to dive into our favorite tropes, favorite authors, literally favorite anythings, mm-hmm. anything we don't like either. We'll, we'll, we'll be sure to share. Yeah. And we have a few this episode. I think we do. Shafali, what's up? How's it going? I'm still defrosting <laughs> from being outside, and the wind has given me a cough. It's so if I so, randomly cough. It's so crazy. Oh, you're about to <laughs> Sorry. The wind, like, I swear, killed me. In my walk here, I was just shaking. <laughs> well, I will say, for anyone who doesn't know, Shafali is currently wearing one layer of a sweater. It's cute that you know that. <laughs> so, you know that I just wear a bra and a sweatshirt, and that's where I draw the line. I mean, I remember I used to rag on you last year about it, and I'd be yeah. like, Shafali, where's your coat? And then you'd be like, I'm built different. Yeah. Yeah. I still am, but I, I'm a little cold today. But it's so hot in here, like I'm defrosting quickly. Yeah, I don't know what it is about our studio, but she is very toasty toasty (laughs) shall we begin we shall begin i think shafali doesn't have any current reads at the moment i do not every current read has been a read for this episode yeah i I think so so sorry to disappoint it's okay i I know what i think i did finish the american roommate experiment that i was talking about last episode okay, okay what do you think about it it was good. I liked it. It was just a rom-com. Nothing, you know. Out of this world. Out of this world. It was like, so the experiment part of the American Roommate experiment was she quit her job to be a romance author because she had a deal. She was a romance author? <coughs> she, well, like, That's so meta. Well, I think it was, you weren't supposed to know she was a romance author in the last book, but now in this book, she's like, I quit my job and I'm a romance author now. Or I, I have been. I, she had a best-selling book, and now she's a romance author. She got a deal, and she doesn't have any inspiration. So she used Lucas as inspiration to go on dates and stuff. So that was, like, the experiment part, and they mm. were roommates. So that was the roommate part. Would you say yeah. it was better than the Spanish love deception? <clears throat> I read the Spanish love deception so long ago. Okay, that's fair. That I don't know if I could, like, accurately say it. Honestly, I probably enjoyed them both equally. Both nothing spectacular, but I would <laughs> highly recommend, like, if you're into rom-coms, read it. It's cute. Yeah, I'm sure. I like a good roommate trope. Yeah, for sure. Forced proximity. We love and to Lucas see her. was so cute. I loved him. He was just this cute little guy who did everything that she wanted him to do. <laughs> like, cook for her. A thread that we love to see in our podcast. Yeah. We all know my opinions on the Spanish love deception, so I can't say We don't that- all. Only I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I believe that the Spanish love deception was hyped on tiktok and i don't think i'll ever get over it was definitely overhyped but it was still very good so i cannot say after hearing your lukewarm review of the american roommate experiment if i will read it but no it's not bad Mm, i don't know if you'll like it because you don't like books that don't have a lot of a plot Mm. like no, no, no no like i don't know how to explain it like i feel like you need depth I do need... I And I, a lot of sex scenes. I also... There was, like, two. There's <laughs> also 
the reverse where I don't need plot. But yeah, I but cannot. you need, but you need but to it balance to, it out. I need you sexy need a lot scenes. of sex, so <laughs> it's not like that. Okay, well, we'll see how it goes. Maybe one day I will read it. One day, Maybe you not. Sh- yeah, it's not bad. If you ever like, I need a cute little rom com. Go for it. Anyways, you should talk about your current reads. Okay, I have a bunch of current reads this week. I was abnormally busy. I don't know what it was, but I managed to read three books or like two and a half. The first one was I finally got around to reading When We Were by Diana Elliott Graham. I mentioned it in a few episodes back that it was as one of my next reads. So I feel like I should congratulate myself Mm -hmm. for following through on reading what I said I was going to read. As you should. So I'm just going to give myself a little pat on the back. (coughs) And I will say this book, I think I described it as a second chance romance in my pre-thoughts on the book mm-hmm. and it wasn't oh it's kind of like a person looking back on past relationships but knowing that they're better off with that relationship staying in the past so it's not like she has the urge to find out if she can rekindle this romance again it's just kind of like reflecting on it so i thought it was mm-hmm. a cool take there's a lot of plot twists Mm-hmm. That's one of the first book I read over the week. The second book was probably one of my favorite rom-coms that I've ever read, just because I thought it was such a unique idea. It's called The Bromance Book Club by Lisa K. Adams. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that correctly. So it's about this guy, and he is a star baseball player, but even though everything's going right in his career, everything's not going right in his home life, especially with his wife, who kind of feels like once he got really big, he forgot about her. and She just became a home, like a housewife? Housewife. Housewife. And she's not very happy with that. She feels like she has so much more to give. So in an effort to kind of win back his wife, his friends see what he's going through. And it turns out that his friends have a book club where they all read romance books. Oh my god, that's so cute. Yeah, it's called that's why it's called the Romance Book Club. Oh, I love that. That's and not at all what I thought this book was about. No, no. I thought it was like based in high school or something. No, absolutely it's adults, adults, and his friends, they're all like different career paths, different professionals, and wow. they've been reading romance books to help them in their romantic lives. <laughs> and they bring in the That's baseball player so funny. to be like, hey, this, they call it manuals, <laughs> the romance <laughs> oh books. Oh my God. And they're like, okay, this is what it says. You have to seduce your wife. You have to wine and dine her. Oh, All these so sort of things. so cute, but so funny. And you get to see a glimpse of the romance book that he reads, so I thought it was super cute. Definitely a 10 out of 10 rom-com. I wish I could read it again. It's one of those books that sounds like it would be a really good movie. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm sure published, like, no, not publishers, movie Producers? studios. Yeah, <laughs> they're on their way and they're getting the script done, hopefully. They should be. Yeah, but definitely a good rom-com all around. And then my last book is, I think, a book that we're going to discuss in the upcoming episode. Yes, it is. It so, is. so I will tell y'all we'll when get we back get there. All right. So I guess I'll go first. Please. <laughs> Take the, the first floor. book. Oh, we should say what the the episode's about. Oh, take it away, Andy. <laughs> So, everyone, as we all know, me and Shafali are relatively poor. (laughs) (laughs) Compared to the billionaires of the world. (laughs) Compared to the billionaires of the world. So what do we do? We read books. About billionaires. (laughs) 
and we pretend that we're their significant others. And I pretend like I can be a billionaire. Yeah, and they're just gonna whisk us away on like their private jet. But yeah. I would say no to that. Because exactly because global matters. warming. Because we are not about to have those CO two emissions, right? Exactly. No, we we're not care gonna be about p- the planet. We're not gonna be part of that. Exactly. We'll be whisked away in like a yacht, a business class. <laughs> A yacht. You're right. Um, a super yacht from like Below Deck. One yeah. of my favorite shows Ooh, ever. Love a Below Deck. Love um, Below Deck. But yeah, this episode is all about billionaires. So please strap in if you want to be whisked away by some rich guy out there. Yeah. <laughs> so the first book that we have is called The Master by Cressley Cole. Chevalier and I were talking before this and we were like, this is probably our least favorite yeah. of the books that we have. But we want variety. Planned. Yeah. I think so. So speaking of variety, if any parents <laughs> out there are listening, <laughs> please stop. <laughs> or anyone who maybe does not enjoy the graphic parts graphic. of romance books, I would say we'll give you a signal to, uh, to skip ahead. Yeah, during just, this just go straight to the next book. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, just cover your ears, I guess. Yeah. So the first book we have is The Master by Cressley Cole. The synopsis is basically about this young girl who has a really dark past, and we know that she's running from something, but we don't know what at the mm-hmm. beginning of the book. But she's so desperate that she will do anything to get money, including become him an escort (laughs) (laughs) which is another word delicate word for a prostitute i don't think they're the same thing an escort and a prostitute i don't think they're the same i think what i think an escort's like a euphemism for one but i don't know i don't want to offend anyone i feel like escorts are high class but prostitutes are like you're like in the street i don't know i just know what i know from criminal minds yeah because a lot of prostitutes die in criminal minds i have not had the pleasure of watching it's such a good show i i just dr reed yeah everything he is sexy but anyway (laughs) so it goes back to this girl her name is katarina marin i'm hoping or marin i think she's cuban yeah maybe she's from latin descent i'm pretty sure it's cuban it would not surprise me considering this yeah. book takes place in Miami, which is where it I'm from, does. incidentally. And wow. I'm also a Latin woman. But anyways, yeah. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> so Katerina, she's really, you know, hard for money. She needs it and she needs it fast. So one of her friends, I believe. It's she's a maid. Yeah. And her like I that's think her day her, job. Her boss who like runs the maid thing also runs an escort service i okay. think i could totally be wrong about I that i could also totally be wrong this i read this during quarantine i think so it's been a while I since read this i've read this a few this. days ago but i barely processed anything <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so lo and behold she finds herself as an escort even though this isn't her day job she's a maid and she's actually studying economics i believe yeah, yeah. to get out of her poor stature you know and she meets this billionaire named maximilian maximilian okay it's not that what is it it's something else because i actually listened to the audiobook it's pronounced something completely different but she calls him like maxim or something like that i don't Mm. i don't know he's russian so it's hard just call him whatever you want (laughs) i will call him max (laughs) please (laughs) but we're butchering his name probably yeah no there's so many letters yeah so she ends up arriving at his hotel room but the thing is he or like oh i hate that 
word ordered but that's like there's <laughs> no way did. around it he ordered the escort <laughs> he ordered the escort but he wanted a tall blonde woman yes. and as we all know that probably isn't the description to match a latin woman so mm. katarina intrigues him if you will and they have a little tussle <laughs> tussle <laughs> a horizontal dance if you will <laughs> <laughs> and he realizes how much he likes her. Two chapters in, they have this. For, and it lasts for two chapters because I was sitting there like, when is it going to stop? I remember you texted me while you were reading and you're like, Andy, it's two chapters and they're already doing it. And they do it for so long, too. It's like I read chapter one and two and I was like, okay. And then three and four, I was like, okay. <laughs> But yeah, so he realizes how much he likes her, that he actually traps her in a hotel room. Yeah, um, literally. Because he's like, you can't do this, you know? Like, I don't want you going oh, out with any other man. It's because, I don't think this is a spoiler, it's because it's her first time ever being an escort, and she's not on birth control. Oh, and right, right. he, you know... Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to worry about you being pregnant. Because she almost was. Yeah. Or he, he like, timed it. And I also think another part of Based it is... Based on the things they did. <laughs> I also think another part of it is that he thinks that she's a professional escort, but really this is he, her first she's time. Not, yeah. So he's like, I don't want you to be with anyone else. I want to rent you out. Oh my God, that sounds so bad. Until Christmas or Remember something along we, those when lines. when we say, leave your feminism at the door. This is one of it. those books. Leave it. Kaka. This is, this is the, the, I think, the most. Mm. I will say, so delving into my opinion really quickly. Yeah, for sure. This type of book wasn't for me. Yeah. I did DNF it 50% through. Obviously, it's someone's cup of tea. Mm. It's not, in fact, mine. I like a good plot. Mm. I need something to hold me over. Obviously, there's like a very loose plot in this book. It just wasn't enough for me in the sense of you had her trapped in the hotel room and they would have sex and then he would leave for work and then he'd come back. They'd have and, sex again. Yeah, and then like the next page or like the beginning of the next chapter was her saying, I woke up, I did yoga, I took a shower, I ate a meal, he came back and then like a whole chapter description of their sex scenes. Mm -hmm. Fine and dandy, do whatever you want, what makes you happy, read what makes you happy. Not my style personally. I need to know what's going on in their lives. Where is he going? What's he doing? He's this Russian diplomat or something. I don't know what he is. I think he's in the mafia. But I think you he find has that like, out later. You, yeah, you probably do because it, yeah. they keep saying there's articles. He's not just a regular businessman, I'll tell you that. But he's in the government. Not only is mm. he in the government, he also is in the mafia because when you look him up, it says he's in the mafia. Yeah, I don't, it literally says has, in, the, in the synopsis. So I don't yeah, know like he is ties to the mafia or something. But you don't learn enough about him and or her for me to get attached. That's what it was. I wasn't attached to these people because they did nothing other than have sex. I understand. I needed them to have something else going for them. They were very one-dimensional to mm. me. And so because of that, I wasn't into it. But if that's what you're into, <laughs> by all means, this is the book for you. <laughs> Here's the thing. I totally agree with your review. These characters are one-dimensional. Yeah. But... For me, when I was stuck at home with quarantine and... With quarantine? <laughs> oh, yeah. 
when I was stuck at home during. and it was co- during quarantine. Thank you so much, Fai. There was not much to do. I gotta be honest. And Valid. Here's the thing: if you're not looking for like like a romance book where it's heart wrenching, it tears at your soul, or you get attached See, to these I characters, need that in order like, to be invested. Sometimes, for me personally, I'm not in the mood for that. Yeah, like I just I, want valid. like a quick one and done, a story to take me away. Also, I think the thing was this is the second book in a series. Yeah, isn't it, it is. Yeah. So I feel like if I read the first one, maybe I'd be more invested in who these people Here's are. Here's the thing: I think they follow brothers. So that makes sense because he did talk brothers. about his older brother who he doesn't talk to and his younger brother who's really close. Yeah, to. so this is the second book in a series and it follows, I don't know what one of the brothers. It's been a long time. I'm sorry, y'all. We but... can't even pronounce this one's name. <laughs> Max. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but basically, I think the first one, follow, it follows another brother, but they're not close. No, yeah, he says so, that in the second book that they're not close So at all. I don't think you really need to read the first okay. one, but you can if you want to yeah. if you're like into this world. But yeah. Uh, so any tropes in this book? It's obviously the billionaire escort mm-hmm. <laughs> scenes, uh, you know, of exorbitant wealth. I don't think you've got there yet, but she eventually does oh leave God. the hotel I room. <laughs> I got fifty percent. I will say I read. I think fifty three percent, according to books. Yeah. So he eventually app. he takes her out on the town. He takes her traveling and stuff, mm-hmm. and you get to see him fly her in her private jet mm-hmm. in, in his private jet, I should say. Dump in all those emissions. We love oh, to God. see that. And I think the type of relationship that they had is very much a hate to love. So I don't enemies think that... lovers? Yeah, I don't know if I would call them enemies, because they're not really enemies, but they don't like each other at the beginning. They just like yeah. to fuck each other. Yeah. Um, uh, so I feel like that's the thing, is this book was probably backwards mm. of they like each other, or they, they have sex, then they like each other, but I'm looking for the other way around. Mm. I need to be emotionally invested in who these people are in order to care. Yeah. Also, he locked her in, a, in his hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, feminism has... It was like a Beauty and the Beast situation, mm, but like... Stockholm Syndrome, for sure. Yeah. And then another trope is that the heroine has a dark past that she's running from. It's actually pretty crazy, like, but you find that out at the end, but I can't really say what yeah. it is. Yeah. Oh, also, she's married. Oh, you, okay. So you find that out in the beginning. Yes. Okay, so... You find that in, like, the first chapter. Her husband may not or may not God. be looking for her. And that's why she's working to get out of the situation that she's in. Yeah, she's in a weird situation. Yeah. He talked in four different accents every time I saw him. Four different times. Wait, did you listen He's... to this book? Yeah. Oh, no wonder. I was like, <laughs> what do you mean every time? No, no, no. But it was because in the description, when you first meet him, he talks in a British accent. But then he realizes she's there. So he talks in, like, a California accent. Mm. But then when she's not there, he talks in a southern accent. And it's just like, why? I think it's to, like, get her off his scent that he's stalking her. But I could be wrong, though. If I were to read this book again, I think I would give it, like, a 3.5. A 4 is being generous. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, if you're looking for a read that just, I don't know, you has a lot of spice... You don't really want to think at the moment and you just want to see sexy scenes. (laughs) (laughs) This is your book. I felt wrong reading this in my parents' house. (laughs) 
Not only I listened to it. I, I that's an interesting choice. I've never I, listened to a romance book just because I don't want to hear the sex. I scene. didn't know that it was gonna be that kind of book. <laughs> I was just I was minding my own business and all of a sudden it's, things happen for a while. It's like this feels dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go take a shower. <laughs> Literally. But yeah, should we move on, Shapali? Please. All right. What's your book that you have for us? The book that I have is The Fine Print by Lauren Asher. And basically, the quick synopsis of this is The Fine Print is the first book in the Dreamland Billionaire series. Obviously, they're billionaires. Mm. So it is like the equivalent of Disney World or Disneyland because it's set in in Florida. But isn't it like a big company, like kind of like Disneyland? So... The Kane family is the equivalent of, like, the Disney family. Mm -hmm. I cannot for the life of me remember and or find the grandfather's name, but something Kane. I'm going to call him Grandfather Kane. (laughs) He is the equivalent of Walt Disney. Okay. But he has, like, a family. I don't know if Walt Disney has a family, to be entirely honest with you. He probably does. I just don't know I'm pretty sure that they're still alive and kicking. Yeah, I don't know them personally, so. (laughs) If the Disney family is listening to us, please comment on our socials. Yeah. Call me. Let me know. um, But yeah. So he has recently just passed away. Rip. Rip. (laughs) Grandfather Kane that I can't remember your name. (laughs) He didn't name his thing after himself like Walt Disney did, which was kind of unfortunate for me trying to figure out his name. But he has passed away. Obviously, like I said, he's the equivalent of Walt Disney. He has streaming services. He has parks. He has channels. He has shows. He has movies. He has all this stuff. And obviously, he has billions of dollars. Gets passed down to his grandsons. He has three grandsons. Their names are Rowan, Declan, and Cal. Not necessarily in that order of oldest to youngest. I think it's Declan, Rowan, not Rowan. I'm, I'm pretty sure, isn't Cal the youngest? If I'm Cal, not- okay, yeah, so it's Declan, Rowan, and Cal. Cal is the youngest because he's the one whose book is coming out next year. Yep. And so the grandfather gives them these rules i guess not rules but like stipulations stipulations if you want money (laughs) yeah to get their inheritance Mm. they must abide by these rules and complete these tasks rowan gets his letter and in his letter he says whatever and then at the end of it he says so to you rowan the dreamer who stopped dreaming i ask you one thing become the director of dreamland and bring the magic back dreamland is the name of the the disney world the park like the disney land world it's in Florida. I keep forgetting it's in Florida. Disney World. Superior Park, I will say. I've never I digress. Been, I've never been to land. Neither have I. Oh, well, anyways. <clears throat> digress. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes to the parks, works there, and he sends in this thing to all of the workers. It's like this form to for ideas for new things for the parks to like bring back the magic as as Grandfather Kane wants him to do. So, and then there's this board that has to approve his idea, and if it gets passed, then he gets his inheritance. So it's this whole thing. So Zara is a worker at Dreamland. It's her favorite thing ever. She's like this happy-go-lucky, sunshiny girl who like wears pins on her backpack and loves life and just wants everyone to be happy. But she just got into a really bad breakup with her boyfriend who also works at Dreamland who took one of her ideas for the park. Uh, So now... She gets really drunk one day and angrily sends in the form that Rowan puts out about an idea for the park. Mm. Rowan ends up really liking that idea and putting her 
on the team to help him create said idea. That's kind of like the basis of the book. And it also, so now into the tropes, obviously, it's the grumpy sunshine trope. It falls into our last week's category. Honestly, any book could fall into our yeah, last week's category. Yeah, I think most, most of the books we read are Grumpy Sunshine. It also has the trope of they talk online, but they don't know it's each other. Oh, okay. So Rowan... I'm saying, like, I don't know. <laughs> like I read you this haven't book read it. <laughs> they, so Rowan, at one point, was really into Dreamland and had these whimsical and magical ideas the same way that Zara does now. But he lost that. But he still draws. That's like his thing. It's like he can draw. So Zara cannot draw for her life. Yeah. I think in one of the meetings, he literally says to her, this is the most horrendous thing I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> is life. Is it like stick figures? <laughs> I don't. I think it's like roller coasters and stuff. I don't know. But um, so he's like, I'll give you the name of a guy who can do it for you. And it ends up being himself. Mm. But she doesn't know that. So she's oh, and because she's such like a happy-go-lucky, nice person. She's talking to this guy like they're BFFs, mm. and all she does is talk about his day, like, how's it going? Like, My boss is such an ass. Literally, and she doesn't know that it's actually him. Mm. I yeah. will say, listening to you run through the synopsis like triggering memories in my mind yeah (laughs) because i also i read this book i think over spring break but i'm not 100 percent. i think so because you texted me that you decided not to finish it okay here's the thing i dnf'd this book at like 75 percent. i think it hurt me a little bit i think the issues that i had with this book it was such a good idea you know when you see those books that are bad good idea bad bad execution yeah Lauren Asher, she's not the author who... No, she is. She is. She is she's known the one, for this. She's the one... I don't know if she... Because I think it's just us. Everyone else loves her. And I do enjoy her books and mm. I do read them and I read them all the way through. But I do understand there's just something about the way she writes that's either too cheesy or just unrealistic. But also I love them at the same time. It's if as if my middle school self... Wrote, wrote a fanfic. Wrote a fanfic and was like, this is what romance should be, which isn't always bad. Yeah. You know? Like, sometimes the cheesiness is, you know, yeah. I, sometimes I live for the cheesiness. Exactly. But when it's Im- so embedded into the book, I have a hard time dis- suspending disbelief. Yeah. So then I just get angry at the characters. I think that there were instances where he was he was so in love with her. I'm mm-hmm. saying this in quotations. Yeah. And he it was always, in his head, he was always going on about how in love with her he was. Yeah. And for me, I was like, I don't know if I'm, it's because I've never been in love or if it's just because, like, you're over-exaggerating and you're just always thinking about this girl. And mm-hmm. I just don't know if you would think that in real life. But I feel like every romance book has that. I don't know. I think Lauren Asher has just a way. <laughs> I, do f- I do fully understand... I like Lauren Asher's books. I do understand what you mean because I feel the same way when I read them, but her concepts are so good that I, I have to read them. I, I tried reading another she has, book by hers. I think it was Throttled. I yeah, couldn't. so that's from the Dirty Air series. She has the Dirty Air series and the Dreamland Billionaire series. The Dirty Air series is four books, and the Dreamland Billionaire series so far is two, but there will be three because it follows the Kane brothers. Yeah, no, I fully get it. I recommend this book to people all the time, especially people I know who love Disney. It's such a good idea and such like a good concept, and I will say so far hmm. out of the th- the two books that are out 
this one is my favorite. Okay. And Terms and Conditions, which is the second book, is the marriage of convenience trope. And that's one of my favorite tropes of all time, but I still thought the fine print was better. For me personally, I th- like to wrap up my thoughts, I just think it was a bit too cheesy. The author just has bad execution. And it really makes me sad because <laughs> I really wanted to like this book. Yeah. I just, it wasn't for me personally. I like it. I think what we've learned for the past few books is also just something you should take away from the entire podcast as a whole is me and andy although we do have similar opinions we also have vastly different opinions mm. so even though i'm saying that i really like the fine print she's gonna say she really doesn't like the fine print <laughs> and like same with the master andy really liked the master but it wasn't my cup of tea i wasn't i don't really like it but will i read it but like yeah. The, no yeah like that's what i mean is like yeah. we don't we don't have the same opinion all the time so definitely take everything we say with, with a grain, grain of salt because i feel like our opinions cancel they, each other they out. very much do because <laughs> i feel like even last episode is we were, we were talking about like midnight blue and i didn't like midnight blue mm. enough to rant about it for like for however long i ranted about it but yeah so definitely if it sounds good to you read it yeah because we have thoughts. we have such different opinions but I think it's good because you see both sides before you go into it. And I also think it's good because you get, when we bring our recommendations, you get a variety. Oh, uh, you know? yeah. So if we don't always have similar opinions, you can make the opinion for yourself. Yeah, exactly. But we digress. Yeah, we do. I really like the fine print. You should read it. But I do understand where you're coming from. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> on to your next book, Andy. All right. My next book, I feel, needs no introduction just because of how much of a phenomenon it was in the romance world. And as I soon guess. as we talked about this episode and what we were going to do as an idea and we came to Billionaire, I was like, okay, if we're going to go to the billionaire trope, you can't bring up that trope without talking about the most selling books of all time. I will say you said... Well, we might as well do the obvious. And I looked at you and go, what? <laughs> because this is this book was not obvious to me. I think at one point sold even more books than Harry Potter. That's how big this book was. I had, I, I had no idea I what you were I will say, I don't think about. it's as popular with our generation as it was for like... For the middle-aged women? With middle-aged women. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's but, Andy's demographic. <laughs> <laughs> but the book that we're talking about is Fifty Shades of Grey by E.L. James. Shafali had never read this book before. I clearly didn't episode. even know what, was it, what it was about. <laughs> you didn't? I didn't know he was a billionaire. Oh, so what, I just thought he could was. Can I like, ask, what did you think it was about? I just thought it was about sex. Okay. <laughs> like, I didn't. Like, <laughs> you thought it was like the master. Like, kind of. I, I don't even know what I thought. I knew he was some high powered guy, but I didn't know he was a billionaire. I thought he was some CEO or something. And had you never seen the trailers for the movies or anything? I like probably that? have on TV because mm. they came out while I was just living life, you know? Yeah. But I like the songs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Beyonce out. cover. The songs I, I used to listen to that, like in, the Taylor Swift and Zayn song. Yes, iconic. oh my god, so good, so. But good. that's about. I know Dakota Johnson. People really like her. I don't even know who the guy who plays Christian Grey Jamie is. Jamie Dornan. Yeah, <sighs> means nothing to me to be honest. It's fine. I don't think he's that famous of an actor. Actually, I do know him because he's friends with Andrew Garfield, and I saw an interview. Where oh my they god, about and each other. that they were all roommates with yeah. Andrew Garfield, Jamie Dornan. 
Robert Pattinson. Yeah, 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 yeah. They Someone were all else that I'm and isn't missing. This, this is based on a Twilight fan fiction, so that's kind of funny that he was roommates with oh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, it is based on a I Twilight fan I hope they fanfic. talked about that together. Robert Pattinson and Jamie, whatever your name is, if you're listening, Jamie just let us know if you guys discuss that together. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they have nothing I'm better sure to you're do listening. than to listen to our romance podcast. Exactly. But okay, so the synopsis is there's this young girl, Anastasia Steele. She just graduated college. Also, so much younger than I thought she was. She's 22. I thought she was a whole adult. No, no, no. She's a like, little bit older than she's us. She's in college. I thought she was. I think the like casting 30. of Dakota Johnson. She's must, so old. She's so much older than what That's Anna's why supposed to be. When when she popped up in the book and they were like, oh, she's in college. I was so lost. I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Dakota I- Johnson is like in her 40s. I think. <laughs> I don't think she's in her 40s. I think she's maybe. Whatever. Whatever. I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean. She's older than than in my head. Because in my head, the guy who plays Christian Grey, also, if I'm remembering correctly, looks nothing like who I think Christian Grey should look like. I don't picture Christian Grey as anyone in particular. He's just his own anomaly. I don't either, but but not the guy in the book. He's always described as the most handsome guy in the room, and he's so, like, perfectly beautiful. But I just feel like the guy who they picked for the movie just isn't it. I understand. People, a lot of people say. Let that. me look him up. Actually, I don't know what he looks like. I just know that he looks wrong. While you do that, I'll go on with the synopsis. Yeah, please. So it's about this girl, Anastasia Steele. She's about to graduate college in some school in Washington, and mm-hmm. her roommate Kate slash best friend ends up getting sick, and her roommate is a journalism major. And she had an interview lined up with Christian Gray, who's the CEO of this. I don't know. I don't know what his company does. I don't know. I just know it's called Gray Enterprise. Yeah, something. he does something businessy, <laughs> and yeah. that makes him a billionaire for some reason. Yeah. So her roommate was gonna go interview him for her school newspaper, but she got sick. So she was like, "Anna, would you mind going in my stead?" Mind you, Anna is not a journalism major at all. Mm-hmm. She's, I think, an English major. Yes. So she was like, "Okay." So she goes with like a list of questions that Kate gives her. And she goes to his office, they meet, Anna completely like fucks up the interview because she's not a journalism major. She also has no background on this guy, knows nothing about him. Exactly. And he calls her out for it. Which, you know, you should never do in an interview. You're supposed to like research your subjects. But valid. She didn't know she's doing it until like less than 24 hours before. I guess. But still, still, as we all know, I am overprepared always. (laughs) So that stressed me out. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyways, by her messing up the interview, it kind of intrigued Christian, if you will. He goes to her part-time job that she has. He agrees to a photo shoot when Anna mentions it, that Kate would love a photo shoot. Yeah, they get coffee after. Yeah, yeah, which is something that he would never do, but obviously he's intrigued by her. He wines and dines her. We find out that the reason that he does this is because he wants her to be his submissive, not his girlfriend, which he makes very clear. I, we haven't mentioned this before. This book is heavily with BDSM. Again, I don't know if my parents should listen to this yeah. episode. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, think- I learned a lot. <laughs> While you were reading the contract? While I was reading the contract? Me too. Wow. I was just sitting there like... Again, I felt wrong reading this on my parents' house. <laughs> but yeah, so... Anna doesn't outwardly agree to be his submissive. At first, she's like, I kind of want you to show me what it's like. And if I like it, then I'll say yes. And if not, then Mm -hmm. we can stop this. So they kind of have a trial period, if you will. And they both fall in love with each other. 
but does it end happily? We don't know. I I've only read 50% so far because mm. I've had a crazy busy day, so I didn't get to finish it. No, you're fine. But so, what are your thoughts? So I don't not like it. Okay. I like it so far. I think the thing is, is I like it because I, in my head, am comparing it to The Master because I read both for this episode, and it has more of a plot. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I just don't know if I like Anastasia. Is that her name? Yeah. Anna, Anna, whatever. I just don't know if I like her. As like a... Like as a, a character. Okay. I've heard the criticism that she's very bland as a character. Yeah, I think that's the thing is she doesn't add anything. She doesn't have enough of like a story. A, a spark. A something. Like <laughs> she's missing something. And also I've realized while reading this book is she talks about her inner goddess a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. She brings it up like every two every lines. Every five like lines. <laughs> it's like my inner goddess is crying and I'm like my inner goddess is clapping and I'm like, girl, your inner <laughs> goddess needs a rest. Your inner goddess needs to take a break. <laughs> yeah, like, she needs to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, there's, yeah, I don't know. I, I do like compared to the master, I like it a lot, but I don't know. I will say this isn't my favorite book in the series because it is a series. There's yeah. three books in Anna's point of view, and then there's the correlating three books in Christian's point of view. Are you serious? Yeah. So my I favorite no book idea. personally is the third book in both of their point of views. I think uh, the third book is just the best one. I know something crazy happens because I have seen the trailers and I know things happen. Do I remember those things? No. The crazy things probably won't happen in the first book though because no, the first yeah, book... No, yeah, you have to like establish who they are. Yeah, the first book mainly focuses on their relationship and how they fall in love and then the more crazy stuff happens in the second and third books. No, yeah, I don't remember what said crazy stuff is but I remember the trailers being really tense. Yeah. Whenever they popped up on TV, I was like, ooh. Yeah. But I never watched them. I will say the the movies, like, captured the aesthetic really well. Very sleek, very gray. Like, Makes sense. Everything's modern. Yeah. Everything's rich. It's it's great. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't have many thoughts on this one. Like, it's it's not bad. Yeah. I think he encapsulates billionaire energy mm-hmm, very sure. well. And also, I think his personality is very much shaped by his past because he has a really dark oh, past. Yeah. He, I don't know much about it. He I know is about, adopted. Okay, so, I didn't know that. So he didn't... We wasn't born into a rich family. He was actually born into a very poor one. Yeah, I did. And because he kind of grew up without food, it's always made him motivated to never be mm-hmm. in a position to not have food ever again or not have like a mm-hmm. warm place to sleep so that's mm-hmm. what kind of his drive of becoming a billionaire is so that he can always protect himself basically mm-hmm. also this is so random but i thought he would be very grumpy like, he's not he's kind of he's kind of nice He's very, like, ice. That's how I would describe it because... But he, like, smiles and he, like, does nice things for her. Mm. And he talks to people and people talk to him. And he's not, like, in the fine print. He's grumpy, doesn't talk to anyone. Nobody talked to me. I don't, want like, want to be around anybody. But Christian Grey, I feel as though he's just way nicer than I thought he would be. I think... Like, he doesn't give off I think he's nice to Anna. I think... He's nice to everyone. I don't... I don't know. I think... He's very much, he isolates himself from everyone else. To an extent, yes, but also, like, if you read, like, when he talks to her best friend or her dad. He's just very formal with everyone, I think. Yeah, he does it for her 
yes, but if it was any other grumpy person, like, for the next book we're talking about, he doesn't do that for her. Yeah. Like, he's just mean to everyone no matter what. Just not her. I understand. Like, it's not I hate everyone in the world but you because he doesn't. Mm. I think I disagree. I think he does sort of give off I hate... Or, like, I don't really wouldn't care if anyone else was, like... I think, yeah, I don't think he would care, but he doesn't. He puts in effort, Mm. whereas other people, I think, don't. That's a fair fair point. Mm -hmm. But I, my last... They're also not very much around other people that much because they're doing things... In the first book. ...that require them to just be alone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, though, I I enjoy this book. This series is one of those that I always go back to, like, every few months just because I like living as a rich person. (laughs) You Um, go back to this one? Oh, all the time. Yeah. I read this book a couple years ago. I don't know if I necessarily know why this book is such a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. I think it was because it was one of the first books that got popular that had sex in it and people maybe. went crazy over it. And that could be a total lie, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Just our guess. It wasn't my generation. It came out in 2013, didn't it? The book? No, the movie. I think a little later. I think it was like 2014, 2015. Either way, we were like 11 or 12. Yeah. Point is, I thought, you know, this book, solid read. Overall, I, yeah. I think it might have been a little overhyped, but... I think it's a little overhyped. I've never seen the movie, so I can't say, but I might watch it after if it's anything like the book. If it's not anything like the book, well, I give it's good. All right, I'll bring chocolate. We'll watch it together. Oh, perfect. Friday Night Plans? Yep. Set. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we move into our last book? We shall move into the last book. So the last book we have is Twisted Love by Anna Huang. And if you listened to our last week's episode, you know that we discussed Twisted Games by Anna Huang. This is true. Twisted Love is the first book in the Twisted series. It is an interconnected standalone series. So it is Twisted Love, Twisted Games, Twisted Hate, and Twisted Lies. It Mm -hmm. follows a group of four girls who are friends from college. They go to this really elite college in D.C. This book in particular follows Ava Chen and Alex Volkov. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. And so this is the brother's best friend trope. So Josh is Ava's brother and Alex is Josh's best friend. Josh ends up going away, I think, for the semester. He goes to or, South America. Yeah, for, for like, because he's, he's a doctor. Oh, so okay, I didn't know he that. goes to South America, I'm assuming, to be a doctor. Yeah, he goes to some remote village and he's helping yeah, yeah, out yeah. the people there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So he's like helping out. And so Ava and Josh have had. Getting choked up. Yeah, sorry. I'm really (laughs) making me upset. Um, (laughs) So Ava and Josh kind of had like a hard childhood Mm. with their parents. Their mom has passed away. So Josh, when he leaves, tells Alex, his best friend, watch out for my sister. You know. Yeah. As one does. As one does. Just make sure she's okay. And so... Ava takes this as her prime opportunity to get to know Josh. Josh gets to know Alex. Um, <laughs> Ew, imagine if she did this with her brother. That would be a completely different book. Ew. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you said Josh and that put me in a weird mode. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of like the bare bones synopsis of this because so much happens. I feel like everything could possibly be a spoiler. Yeah. She kind of just hangs out with him, forces him to hang out with her. She. He also is – he's a billionaire. He runs this tech empire. Yeah. I think his family, like, it was he inherited it from his family. Was it, is it tech or is it real estate? No, he's the real estate CEO. 
COO. COO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of some real estate company. But it's like he his did, family's real he estate. He did company. have a tech company that he sold when he was a teenager. That's what it was. That's why he has so much money. Because yeah. he sold his tech. His family has a real estate, real estate company. His uncle's CEO. He's the COO. And so he's obviously really rich. Billionaire mm. man. Is also very much Grumpy Sunshine. Is like we were Ava saying. rich? I didn't know if I They're got that. They're all rich. Because... I think Ava was like, oh, well, he's so rich and I eat cereal for dinner. And I was like, wait, but you go to this rich school, but you don't think you're rich compared to him? Is that what it is? Well, he's a billionaire. Yeah. So no no one's rich compared to him. <laughs> but I think the thing is, it's because she's a photographer. That's what she studies. And mm-hmm. you don't make that much money as a photographer. Uh, yeah. So I, I think that's like her thing. is, And like she, her family won't give her money. Yeah. So like her brother's a doctor. He's a billionaire. So she's kind of poor in comparison to them. But it's very much Grumpy Sunshine because the plot of the book, she has missions to get him to show emotions. Yeah. And because it's they really hang, funny. Because they hang out together, she's like... I want him to show sadness, happiness, like mm-hmm. what all this all this stuff because he's the grumpy guy who shows no emotions. And again, another Grumpy Sunshine book that we could talk about last week. You know it's Grumpy Sunshine because his nickname for her is literally Sunshine. Sunshine. I was surprised when you chose Twisted Games and not Twisted Love because I could argue that Twisted Love is more Grumpy Sunshine. No, 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 it is, but Twisted Love is billionaire, Twisted Games is not. Oh, so that's why you Technically, chose. it is, but she's the rich one. But she, she doesn't act like she is enough. But Alex acts like he's rich because he pays people to do all this stuff for him. Mm. He pays for things for her. He gives billionaire energy, but recent Yeah, Bridget, he no. did it. Yeah. I understand. I was going to say my favorite part of her quest of trying to get him to show emotions mm-hmm. was when she made a cookie and it put garlic, pickles, yeah. and all this nasty ingredients. Mm-hmm. And she's like, try it. He ate it. He had a straight face. He's like, you made this? <laughs> and then she's like, yeah. Anything wrong? He's like, it's fine. And then he leaves <laughs> and then she tries it and she throws up. Yeah. I thought that was a really funny scene. Yeah. I will say, I think, personally, I think I enjoy Twisted Love more mm-hmm. than Twisted Games. Did you finish it? Twisted Love? No, I'm still in the med- middle of reading it. Okay. So, But so far, I like it more than Twisted Games, which mm-hmm. I recognize is an unpopular opinion because mm-hmm. pe- you did tell me that people... A lot of people don't like Twisted Love, which is funny. Interesting. Because I, I enjoyed Twisted Love. I don't know. I like I, when he gets jealous, too. <laughs> I will say a lot of our heroes on this list all, all get heroes. jealous. <sighs> male protagonist. <laughs> the male get, lead. They all get jealous very easily. I oh, think yeah. it comes with the territory of it being does, a billionaire, probably. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> for instance, for Alex's case, when he showed up to her photography session uh-huh. and she was doing like a boudoir photo shoot and he literally oh, yeah. deleted the pictures from the photographer's camera. Yeah. I thought that was really like... Uh, all right some some would call it toxic andy would call it swoon worthy <laughs> listen feminism at the door not e- at the door Caca. not even around me at the moment Caca. Caca. <laughs> but yeah all in all i think this book i may like it more than twisted games personally valid yeah what are your opinions i like it i think i also like it because my favorite book obviously is verity 
it gives very much Verity plot twist energy. Yeah, I know you both get of them have the end, a bad past. He, for mm-hmm. instance, he's always having these flashbacks of, like, blood. Mm. And, oh, a cool instance about his character that I like is the fact that he can remember every single oh, thing about his life. Oh, he's an eidetic, He has, like, memory? some disorder that makes it's him remember. something, just to bring it back to Criminal Minds, that Spencer <laughs> Reed has, so he remembers everything. Because there's no such thing as a photographic memory. Mm-hmm. It's, like, an iodonic memory or something like that. I, I totally could be saying that word wrong. But it's something that starts with an ida. <laughs> something memory. I, I mean, know. you're the psychology major here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's an iodonic memory. <laughs> all right, I'll take your word for it. Please, because that's all we have right now. But yeah, I've never read a character like that, so that was interesting. Yeah, no, I really, I do like him, and I like he does show up in Twisted Games again with Bridget, which is Bridget's story. I don't know if he got to this part. It's not really a spoiler. But they go visit her in Eldora at her castle. I haven't. And Jules makes a joke that Alex would do anything for Ava. And so we're there sitting there and Alex is on the other side of the room and Jules goes, oh my God, Ava, are you bleeding? And Alex immediately hangs up the phone and goes over and goes, what's wrong? <laughs> Stop. I No, the part that I'm looking forward to is the picture that you showed me for the social media is oh, like when yeah, Josh yeah. finds out, that's the, the part I'm looking forward to. I always love it when the brother finds out. The, that you he's... just happened to land in bed with my best friend. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be good. That's gonna it be just good. happened, Josh. You know, what do you mean it just happened? <laughs> you just happened to end up in bed with my best friend. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking forward to that part. It's a good book. It has crazy plot twists. When I say crazy, I mean absolutely insane. I was sitting on my bed shook. Mm. It's crazy, the things that happen in this book. But yeah. Yep. I don't know if we explained that book very well, did we? I think we? we did. I think we did. Yeah. All in all, psh- read all of them (laughs) (laughs) maybe not the master if you're not into heavy sex scenes but if you are go for it yeah more power to you but i think the rest are all pretty much on brand with our usual recommendations yeah i'd say so yeah but anyways we have some sad news oh we do so obviously this episode comes out on sunday it'll be usually sunday the the 20th the, the 19th but today's Monday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Sorry, I meant to say but today's the 14th. So in six days, it'll be the 20th. You're right. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Okay, so this episode will be coming out on the 20th. And if you don't know, the week of the 20th is Thanksgiving. So happy early Thanksgiving to everybody who's listening. Yeah, hope you're making those turkey plans. Hope you have... You know what, Andy? What are you thankful for this Thanksgiving? <laughs> oh, we're doing this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm thankful for you, Shafali. You <sighs> took my answer. <laughs> I'm thankful for you and also for my mom for donating 99 cents to the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone donate to us. We need the money. Yeah, we're broke, clearly. We're, we're talking about billionaires, but we're not We're strapped for cash. That's so funny that we're asking for money on the billionaire We're episode. like, please. <laughs> Spare change. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, I'm grateful for to you, Shafali, for being my co-host. Oh, I'm grateful for you for <laughs> texting me at 2 a.m. and asking me to do a podcast with you. Yeah. So, the sad news is, yeah. is that there won't be an episode out on the 27th because we'll be home for Thanksgiving this and week. And we won't 
have time to record. Just yeah, simply... we won't. We won't have a studio. Yeah, we're gonna we won't check be out. in the same state. <laughs> You'll be in the southeast. I'll be in the northeast. Yeah, it's a tough world, Spali. But it wants to keep us apart. It does. <laughs> However, we there have is some exciting some news. exciting news. Yeah, for next, not next week because we're not gonna be here. But, but the, the week after. Yeah, what the twenty eighth. Is when we'll record it. (laughs) But yes. (laughs) (laughs) It'll come out. Hold on. Let me check the calendar. The 28th is when we'll record it. It's the 4th (laughs) of September. December. December 4th. It'll come out in December. Yeah. Oh my God. It's not even the middle of November. We will be having our first author on the show. A special guest, if you will. Yes. We don't want to say who yet because I think we want to tease a little bit. Yeah, we want it to be a surprise. Yeah. But it is an author we did talk about this episode. Yeah. So if you listen back, one of these authors that we talked about will be on our show. Will be on the show next two weeks from now. <laughs> two weeks from now. <laughs> two weeks from now. Exactly. So please. We're really excited. We are. I couldn't believe it when it happened I'm that ecstatic. she said yes. I can't believe either. I was like, Andy, shoot your shot quick. And <laughs> she was like, okay. You said it as a joke. And no, I, I didn't. I was dead serious. I thought you, you were. I thought you said it as a joke. No. And I was like, yeah, right. I like she'd ever say dead yes. Dead serious. I was like, Andy, shoot your shot right now. <laughs> <laughs> and she said yes. Um, we absolutely love her. I can't wait to have her on the show. She's so nice. Yeah. But I'm so excited. Should we end on predicted reads or? Really quick. Really we'll, quick, we'll I'm go just through our predict our hopefully TBR because we do have time. What are you gonna read? <laughs> you sound so upset. You're like, all right, go on. <laughs> I don't know what I want to read. I'm, I'm a feelings reader. I understand. My next reads aren't gonna be that. You know, I'm probably gonna finish Fifty Shades of Grey to be honest. Yeah, I think I'm gonna finish Twisted Love and then I'm gonna read the second book in the bromance series. Oh, it it's is a, a series. It is. It goes through a lot of like all of like not all of them, but some of the guys oh, in the bromance so club. So I think I'm gonna finish that one. Yeah, I I have a book that I downloaded called Part of Your World by Abby Jimenez. Jimenez. Oh yeah, I've heard of it. I downloaded it. I don't know if I'll get to it. Yeah. Because I also brought the twisted the rest of the twisted series. So I'm gonna read uh, it. So that's you're gonna hunker down with that. So I might just finish that, but they're long. Mm. The, as the series goes on, they all get longer. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm a feelings reader. I like to gauge the vibes. I understand. So And also I'll see. I wanna make a note. We managed to make a whole billionaire episode without mentioning the Callaway sisters. So I had, couldn't believe that we didn't I wanted mention. to do Connor, if that counts. <laughs> but shout out to Connor. You will be, you probably, you You're guys don't know what we're talking about. In our hearts forever. Yeah, but we will make an episode. We'll talk about the Addicted Calloway Sissy series one day because it's both of our favorite books of Ever. all time. Yeah. But yeah, I wanted to make a quick shout out to Connor and just everyone. And also the Calloways because they're also filthy rich. Yeah, because... They own really, like, they all are. Yeah. Not even just Connor, but Connor, he's the one who radiates billionaire energy, but they're all billionaires. Yeah. So, like, Lo owns the equivalent of Marvel. So, like, sh- shout out to the best family out there. And not one of ours. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, they come in second. Yeah, sorry, guys. But anyways, it's been lovely having y'all. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> End it now. Yeah, Shafali, pleasure. Always.